0: months, this, custodian of a treasure chest far from the front lines, hand-picked for top priority ennui, promotion as a consolation prize. The shuttle had already settled by the time Bassara arrived in the spacious landing bay. Technicians, inspectors, and security personnel worked diligently around the shuttle's crew. The latter did the grunt work of offloading cargo pallets and other containers. Unlike the tan vac suits worn by Basara's people, the shuttle crew wore civilian garb, rugged and dirty, and hardly military. Filtration masks covered their mouths and noses. Frowning curiously, Basara joined the watch officer. He noticed as his stride picked up that his knee hardly bothered him today. That at least was a good sign. Lieutenant Farouk, he said, pulling the man's attention away from the opened cargo container and the enlisted crewman training a chem-sniffer on its contents. Sir, answered Farouk, offering a salute. Basara returned the motion. As you were, do not let me distract you. No distraction, sir, Farouk replied, nodding to his aides. Everyone except the crewman operating the sniffer unit moved off to other duties. Everything seems to be in order. Why the musks? gestured Basara. A ventilation problem on the shuttle, sir. My people have verified it. Their circulation system blew a filter upon launch, but they continued ferrying cargo rather than pausing for repair. The masks offer the stench of the shuttle. I see, Basara murmured. Now that he considered it, a stale odor lingered even after the passing shuttle crewman moved on with his cargo. Basara watched disdainfully as the next crewman approached with his anti-grav pallet for inspection. The masked man, bowed his head as he pushed his load. Rough living, apparently. Yes, sir, I'm sure they wish their freighter could dock with us directly. They may wish all they want, said Basara. We accept no more than one shuttle at a time. Good station security requires limited access. As you say, sir. Come on, over here, Farouk snapped at the freighter crewman. We haven't got all day, That's not entirely true, is it? Basara murmured. The war is light years away. We've nothing better to do here. His voice trailed off as the shuttle crewman came within reach. The filtration mask covered the crewman's jaw, mouth, and nose, but the top half of his head remained perfectly visible. Basara saw short, dark hair, green eyes that tended to look away, deeply tanned skin, and a small, simple golden ball earring on the young man's left earlobe. He never forgot a face. You, Bazara blurted with instant rage. His hand went to the sidearm on his hip. Lieutenant Farouk and his assistant froze in surprise. The crewman's shoulders sagged. Ah, oh, Christ, he groaned. His heavy boot delivered a shockingly fast roundhouse kick to Bazara's jaw, A popping sound filled the colonel's ears as he fell to the deck, his weapon clattering away. The colonel didn't black out, but he was a near thing as he struggled to rise. The pain and disorientation were overwhelming. He saw Farouk draw a pistol. The freighter crewman wrapped his arm around the lieutenant's wrist and pulled him off balance, turning the fine young officer into a human shield. Farouk jerked forward, the tip of a knife poked out through his back. Bazara tried to yell out a warning to the rest of his troops, but his mouth refused to form words. He scrambled backwards, taking cover behind the nearest machinery. Born and bred to command men in combat, Bazara's broken and dislocated jaw allowed him only to scream in wordless, impotent rage. His knee, though, worked just fine. Tanner jerked his knife free, but didn't release his victim willingly. The station crewman pulled the lieutenant from Tanner's grasp, having dropped the chem sniffer to come to his superior's rescue. The crewman also landed a solid right hook that knocked the filtration mask clean off Tanner's all-too-recognizable face. Only then did the crewman go for his sidearm, but that left him open. Tanner slashed low with his blade, tearing wickedly across the man's thigh, then came right back up to put a fatal cut through the crewman's neck. With all three immediate threats down, Tanner saw what he feared. Every security trooper and armed crewman in the shuttle bay had their guns drawn. Some focused on the other shuttle crewmen, forcing them to raise...